Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We want to look at another question from the Bible. Now, this might be a little strange. We want to look at, has God indeed said? Now, this is a question that the serpent poses to Eve. Now, your Bible may read it a little differently. It may say, did God really say, or something along those lines. But it's still the same, and then he quotes God in a question. Now, for context to this question, let's just back up a little bit and look at what happened before. First, when God puts Adam in the garden, he tells him this. Now, this is Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Then we see Satan show up. Now he's referred to as a serpent or snake. That is the actual Hebrew word. I believe he literally appeared as a serpent or a snake for that reason. And because of God's curse, on him after this event. Now, what a snake may have looked at before that curse or looked like before that curse, I don't know. But we know what he looked like after the curse because we've seen snakes and serpents, right? And they meet that description of that curse. So, for that reason, I believe he did appear as a serpent or a snake. However you want to say that, that word means either. But, What we want to focus on is his question, his intent, that that serpent, snake, that uh, Satan's question, okay? So let's read our verses that really have that question, and that's going to be Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Now this is where he comes in and he tempts them. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now notice, this is our question. Has God indeed said? And then he quoted, I'm going to say here, he he pretends to quote God. How's that? Because we're going to take a look at that. He doesn't quote God exactly correctly. So, has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, Your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Now notice that Adam is not off the hook. Some people may want to pick on Eve. I never intentionally, I will mention Eve because she's mentioned. 
I never intentionally pick on Eve because Adam's right there with her. So they're actually both there. And he should have spoken up. The, re- the, the fact that he did not speak up and he did not say anything and did not try to stop or intervene proves to me that he is right with her. They are in this together. So, all right. Looking at Satan's question now, has God said, or has God indeed said? So Satan asked the question, has God said? And then he paraphrases God. He says, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So notice how he twists what God actually said. God says, of every tree you may eat, except one. Satan asks, what? You you can't eat of all the trees? He immediately gives it a little negative spin, right? He's twisted it. So his question just automatically gives you a negative connotation, like you're on the defensive now. So first he's challenging Eve's knowledge of what God has said. And he tries to give it a negative spin. Now her response is good. She says, we may eat of the trees except that one, you know. And I, I'm loosely paraphrasing, but, but she did say, we may eat of all the trees except that one. If we eat of that tree, we will die. She even said, goes so far as to say, if we touch it, we will die, okay? Now, Satan really comes to it, okay? Now, he challenges God's word. He plainly calls God a liar. He says, you will not surely die. Then, just to add a little extra sauce to it now, just to make it a little better, he adds a lie of his own. When you eat of it, you will become like God. You will know what God knows. So there's several connotations to to this lie that he's saying. One, he's saying God is keeping you from something. And if you had this, you would be just you would be just as good as God. You would be just like God. So there's that. And he's the in the uh, intonation or the implication, what he is implying is that God is keeping this from you. God is keeping this good thing from you. Now we know that that's not true, but that's what he's implying. They were not ready for this. This was there, and I believe with all my heart that God was going to see to it that they had this at the appropriate time. He was being like a parent, and he's like, don't mess with this. This is bad for you right now, but everything else you're good with, right? But Satan, he wants to mess this up, so he is he's lying. Now, we know, unfortunately, that Eve and Adam, now both of them, they're right here, fell for this deception, and they ate. Basically, agreeing with Satan over God, basically joining with Satan, calling God a liar, and spiritually killing themselves. Then they were taken out of paradise, out of the Garden of Eden, where they had everything they needed, what they, you know, whatever they could want. They had, you know, God was coming to visit with them and spend time with them every day. Now they didn't have that. And now they had to work. They had to struggle. 
Now, like any parent, this was not what God had wanted for them. What God had said was true. They ate of it, and now their life, as they knew it, had ended. And their spiritual life had ended, and their life was changed forever, and they did go on to die. It wasn't immediate, but they did go on to die. Before this time, there was no death in the world. But now, we could not have access to the tree of life and live forever in this, this uh, damnation, this damned, damned state where we would always be apart and separated from God. I'm not trying to curse or, or be um, flowery in any way. I'm just saying it's a horrible state that they found themselves in. So, you know, in the end, to answer Satan's question, has God indeed said, and then quote whatever you want from the Bible, but yes, God has indeed said. He has said everything in the Bible, and it is all true. This is always how Satan attacks us first. He attacks God's word. He attacks our knowledge of it and our belief of it. Because that's what he did here. That's exactly what he did here. If they had believed, no matter what he said, if they had believed, they would not have eaten. They would still be in the garden. We would all be in the garden. But that's not what happened. And so for us, the application and the the thought of this now for us is the Bible is the Word of God and it is our foundation. Do not let Satan or men or the ideas of men attack your foundational belief in the Bible. Again, the Bible is the Word of God. It is our foundation. Our faith is based on God's Word. We cannot give in to the enemy on this ground. It is ours. It is our book of promises from God. It is all true, and it is all profitable. If you do not believe in it, if you do not believe in the Bible, then you are already sinking. Or, if you're like a lot of people and you don't believe in anything at all, you have no foundation. You're, you're drowning. We see people in the world with that problem now. But if you let Satan erode the foundation of your faith, let him wear away at your belief in the Bible, then you're, you're sinking. You're going down. You're going under. It's just like Jesus said, the wise man, you know, builds on the rock, right? You don't build on the sand because Satan is going to be attacking that foundation. Now, when we stop believing in God's Word, we open the door for sin, uh, for rebellion, for mistakes, for error, but really, largely, sin. And if we do not believe God, and we choose to believe something else, that is sin. And that is clear from the Bible. God tells us that. If we don't believe in the Bible, if we don't believe in his statutes, if we don't believe in what he has told us to do, 
then where are we? What are we following? What are we believing in? Jesus came and he, he did not throw away what we call the Old Testament. Instead, he just really clarified what the real heart of God was and, and what the heart of the law was meant to be. And so he gave us that law of love. But if you start throwing away and chipping away at pieces of the Bible, eventually you get to the point where I've heard people say that Jesus never lived. There's no, no real evidence, no true evidence. Yeah, there's a mention or two of him here or there. Something like that, you know. Because they discount the Bible and they can't trust the Bible, there is no relevant account for them. So, we really have to be careful. We have to remember that when Satan attacks our faith and belief in the Word of God, we need to make sure that we know what his Word says and that we know how to defend our faith from our own doubts and fears because that's where a lot of this comes from, right? Has God indeed said, you know, that we should not do this? And sometimes we may not understand why. Why is it wrong if you're a young man? Why is it wrong to lust after a woman? When you're young, you may not understand that. But it's, it's, it's a bad thing for you for a lot of different reasons. Spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, it can be damaging these things that we're told not to do because they're harmful to us. And we may not always understand or see the harm that it causes, but that harm is still there. And it can still cause us trouble and problems. So, so has God indeed said yes? Yes, God has said that, and no, we're not going to go against God. We're not going to jump into the world and believe in unreality. We're not going to throw out the idea that uh, God made male and female. We're not going to throw out the idea that certain things are wrong. Certain things are immoral. Murder is wrong. Thievery is wrong. There's just a number of different things we know are wrong, right? So we're not going to give up on any of that. We're not going to relent on God's word, what his word says. That's what we believe, and that's what we're going to do. So, I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.